If Thriller is Michael Jackson's Citizen Kane, then this may very well be his immortal story. Deep cut there for any Orson Welles fans listening. Jamie? Yeah. Let's go watch Captain EO. Welcome to another episode of Good Times, Great Movies. It is here that we discuss great movies, um, films, uh, sometimes maybe just events, shorts that happened in the movies, in in the movies, in the 80s, rather. I am here. I am Jamie Lorello. I am here with the other half of this podcast, DP McCambridge. That's right. And uh, we have some holiday... Is this a... It's it's the winter cold. It is the winter. I have the fur ball that was hanging out on Michael Jackson's shoulder. That weird kitten, raccoon, mouse, butterfly thing. And we'll talk about it off the top because people might not know what we're doing for our special Patreon Mm -hmm. episode. Mm -hmm. But. I would have killed for any of those creatures from He-Man and She-Ra to show up in this. I thought that one are, guy was. They are far more interesting <laughs> than whatever he's got going on in this ship. <laughs> you mean that – how he has conjoined twins? Oh, yeah. As part of his group and so do He-Man and She-Ra. <laughs> and that weird fuzzy thing. Didn't He-Man and She-Ra have a weird fuzzy flying friend too? They had the thing with the big rainbow ears. Oh, yeah, yeah. That danced mm-hmm. with Orko for mm-hmm. – I think you said 20 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> we are talking way too much about He-Man and She-Ra because we watched a movie that is 17 minutes long. But right. in case people did not listen to the end of our last episode, because mm-hmm. I know people don't do that. We finish with the movie and they see there's another 15 minutes left and they and know like, it's just nonsense. Sure. So uh, some people tune out. So let's front load this with a bit of uh, a few announcements. All let's right. Say. Let's do it. So for our Patreon uh, patrons mm-hmm. and go find us on Patreon, um, we are going to release our next bonus episode on January 1st. So mm-hmm. you are getting this on Friday. Right. And if you're a Patreon subscriber at the $5 level, mm-hmm. you get another full episode on Monday. Well, a happy Christmas to you or holiday, whichever one. And it Happy is, Winter oh, Solstice. They make it very clear. It is a He-Man and She-Ra Christmas. Uh-huh. There's no uh-huh. inclusion except for at the very end when He-Man addresses the viewers. <laughs> oh, yeah. It is a He-Man and She-Ra Christmas. Mm-hmm. And it's uh, that's a full episode. That's yeah. like – you can watch it on YouTube. It's like 45 minutes long. Mm-hmm. But we go over an hour talking about this nonsense. Because you can. Because you can. And we don't want to spoil anything by saying we are now huge Skeletor fans <laughs> and He-Man could go suck an egg, but I'm all Team Skeletor <laughs> after that. And as another extra bonus, because of the amount of people who have left us ratings and reviews on mm. Apple Podcasts, uh, then one week from today mm-hmm. – We are going to be doing a bonus episode that's a bit different than what we normally do, where Mm -hmm. we will be talking about our 
80s Handshake 5. Yep. And if you don't know what that is, we'll explain it. <laughs> Tough. At the beginning of that episode. <laughs> so it's not going to be our regular movie review episode, but we are going to talk about five movies from yep. the 80s each. So yep. ten movies total that are important to us in some way. So that's a big thank you to everyone. And then, and then, of course, then a week after that, we'll have a regular episode. So, really, people are getting a lot from us after these, <laughs> after this holiday season. It's true. We're we're giving. It's a season of yeah. giving, and that's what we are doing. Yeah. It is. Yeah. So, as you're sitting around hungover on January first, mm-hmm. stop by Patreon, listen to He Man and She Wrote Christmas. Give it a listen. You won't be disappointed. By the power of Grayskull, I do implore you. <laughs> By the power of Grayskull, you won't be too disappointed in that. I guess we have to talk about this. Well, yeah. Do we have to talk about Why this? wouldn't you want to? World changing. Well, let's... I mean, it is... It's magical. Galactic changing, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, it's, that's it's, where we are, right? Universal. Yeah, we're in outer space. Is where we are, right? We are. Well, can we talk? Do you want to talk about Michael Jackson? Should we talk about the man, the myth, the legend? So let's talk about our connection to him. Now, were you a big Michael Jackson fan? You know, first of all, and I, I'm not saying this to sound cool. Literally, in our last episode, I talked about pooping in a SeaWorld parking lot. So <laughs> yes, I am not – I would never try and come off as cool. But I never really – I never got into – Michael Jackson. I was a casual Michael Jackson listener. I don't even think I ever owned a Michael Jackson album in my life. Any exposure I had to Michael Jackson was from MTV and on the radio. Well, it was kind of he was a big thing of the 80s. He was even I think that even if you weren't into him like I I would say that I wasn't – I think I was a little more into him than you. I think we mm-hmm. had maybe a cassette or an album and I definitely had like a – The red jacket? Did you have the red jacket? People at school – I remember people in elementary school had that red jacket. I feel like I wanted it really bad. I had a glove. <laughs> I remember my sister and I had one of the gloves and we had fanny packs that were Michael Jackson fanny packs. But I think just because like you know when you're a kid, like your kids, maybe they have frozen t-shirts. Maybe they're – well, maybe they do like frozen but – you know, they had, you have T-shirts with different characters on them and stuff, and some of the characters were like Michael Jackson. So I definitely enjoyed him, but I wouldn't say like a friend of mine who I actually watched Captain EO with, um, she dressed up like him for Halloween. She studied dance oh. moves. She had the red jacket. Um, she was would... she very upset <laughs> when he died? Because that's another thing that I felt disconnected from. The amount of people just through social media that seemed so sad. And I was like, oh. I will say I was in in L.A. when he died. And I remember – but didn't they fly his body? I feel like I remember seeing like – Yeah, I felt like they – To the moon? No. (laughs) Yep. They shipped him off to the moon. No, I feel like there was something where, like, there was helicopter. There was something where it was like, oh, Michael Jackson's dead and something in the air about it. Maybe they flew his body. Was it skywriting? (laughs) They wanted all of Hollywood to know. I don't remember. The story could have probably used more detail, but I um... (laughs) am... I I remember feeling it, and and now I didn't. I liked Michael Jackson in the '80s, but then I think I liked that 
black and white video where you know he kept sure. changing people's his face into other people's faces. But I wouldn't really say that I enjoyed most of his later music and endeavors. And but he was iconic. He is Michael Jackson. He is. And I think the black and white video. I think that was directed by John Landis, mm. where somehow he kept roping these big directors into working. Yeah, with Francis him. Ford Coppola does what this the, seventeen how minutes. How is this the first Francis Ford Coppola movie that we have covered? I know that's true. This is true. Yeah, and this is our first Angelica Houston. Is it? I think it is. Yeah, I enjoy her. It took me a minute to realize it was her when she was spider metal. I do have to say, and and I will say many terrible things about this movie because it's dog shit. But (laughs) she looks she looks amazing when she is. That monster looks great. Yeah, yeah. And now imagine it in three D. Nothing else about this movie looked good or convincing, but the fact that she's like a robot alien, I was like, that looks fantastic. How did that happen? It did look really good. I have to tell you that I watched this movie off of YouTube um, with Spanish subtitles down. Oh, me too. (laughs) We probably watched the same cut. Yes. Which was sort of entertaining. Um, now, did you ever experience, because people, the the couple of people that I have told about in my life, like, oh, I'm doing, sure. tonight I have to podcast, buddy. And I told you a friend of mine who is a Michael Jackson fan, I watched this with her. Um, they often then reference the ride, because this was a very exciting well, ride, a or ride. attraction, I guess, yes. Yes. at Disneyland and Disney World. Which I didn't experience. See, I did. Mm. Um, I've been to Disney four times. Okay. I was too young. The first time I went, it wasn't open. But I went when I was in seventh grade. Mm -hmm. That would make me 12. Okay. So relatively near. It had only been operational for a couple of years. But yes, I remember going into this and experiencing it but i don't remember any of the movie like this oh, you didn't okay. all seemed foreign to me okay yeah. okay yeah i didn't ever see it in a ride it, it was in operation for like 10 years yeah yeah and then they opened it back up after, after he, he died. died for yep. like another five years mm-hmm. people Crazy. were into it they loved it it was an experience and in 3d there's a lot each of the 3d December movies that we did um i could see you could definitely see, oh, how that would look in 3D. Yeah. And this I movie... I like when he's just punching at the camera <laughs> near the end. And I'm like, I guess this is all in 3D. I like the rays of light that just shoot out of his hand and off of his t-shirt chest. And um, His motley crew, though, of... I guess his just his crew incompetent monsters is are they monsters are they so there is like a well, these Siamese twins there's yeah. a peg leg robot who looks like an aristocrat of some kind oh, but he's <laughs> robot you're right he should have had a top hat and a monocle <laughs> yes <laughs> exactly um there's the elephant there's hooter he was my favorite character well hooter how can couldn't he do be? anything right all he did was make <laughs> fart noises the whole time i oh, know and he got thing he was always like messing stuff up but then in the end he helped them out yep. man could that kid play or that elephant play a keyboard well, and that's the thing is george lucas was involved in this mm-hmm. and it's pretty apparent like 
most of the stuff just seems lifted from Star Wars. Like, yeah. some of the backdrops. And that elephant guy, he was, like, in in Jabba the Hutt's palace, he had this band. Mm-hmm. And there was a little frumpy elephant that played keyboards in Jabba the Hutt's band. And I was, like, it's the same This is who character. that is. Yeah. This cost $24 million. Million? Million. No. It cost, and I had to do a little math, not much. It cost more money per minute than Titanic and Avatar. Really? Really? Wow. Well, there was a lot of effects. I think maybe for the time, for the time, there was a lot of effects that went into it. And dancing, they got professional, awesome. Did you see that one of the dancers was from our break-in? Oh, no. Oh, yeah. please let it be Boogaloo Shrimp. <laughs> no. Was it the other guy? Mm-hmm. Uh, who was that guy? I forget his name. I can't think of his name right okay. now either. But yeah, he, and so we know he was a... And one of the other dancers was Doug Benson when he was a kid from Doug... Uh, you know, he's a comedian, Doug... Oh, getting, I was like, Benson? Yeah, like, you know, <laughs> watching movies with Doug. What's his podcast? Oh. And then he did that. He did Super High Me. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, when he was a kid, he was in this movie. Like, he was oh. just a background dancer. Well, everyone, except I wish we, we would have saw some more dancing from Angelica Houston, because he uses his powers to get all these When you guys. say more, you mean some? Because I don't think she danced at well, all, she, right? I, would you call that stoic walk she did? Like a... When she came yes, out and looked when like she's a, a queen. When she said genie, basically. <laughs> oh, my God. And this is credited, though. And this is a thing that, that Disney does now because I was recently there two years ago with, you know, we took our kids down. Um, mm-hmm. They have all these 4D movies. Like, this is considered oh. the first 4D movie yeah. where they like shoot lasers at you and blow smoke in your face and hit oh. you with bubbles and stuff so not only is it 3d but there's also it's these 40. effects happening while you're there wow that see now all of that would have made the whole experience yeah, maybe that cost 20 million dollars <laughs> for, the, for the smoke machines <laughs> but no they i even the effects like you said even if they put well that is an exorbitant amount of money but the Effects in her costume, maybe. Well, I, I mean, that looked. But like the rest where, of it, it was the like rest a of it trash, like garbage. Yeah, it didn't look. Good. I mean, we watched. We do have to say this is our last three uh, December movie. Goodbye, three yeah. December, and we really need to think about what we're doing next December too. Yeah, yeah. I'm a big proponent for Billy D. Semmer, where we watch Billy <laughs> D. Williams movies. Yeah, yeah. I'm not totally against that. Also, I, I know we talked about celebrating Kwanzaa with Mr. Tony Donza. I know. that's That was the other D I was going with. <laughs> so if people are listening, let us know what we should do. We will do both. But oh, yeah. Maybe what when, will we do next mm-hmm, December. 2018. What will it bring? But we watched... We just watched a terrible 3D movie where a shark attacked mm-hmm. employees of SeaWorld. There's no way that movie cost $24 million. And that's a that's a movie that was like an hour and 40 minutes. True, true. I don't know. I, I just did not see where the money was spent. Because even like you said, there were dancers. But even when the camera pulled back and we saw the scope of this, 
there weren't more than 20 people ever dancing at a time. True, true. It wasn't like a, a mob, say, of dancers. Um, I don't know. The only thing I could think of is either either MJ's salary was super high. He, he or... banked, he funded this whole thing. Oh, well then. Oh, wait, no. Maybe I'm thinking, sorry. Some, one of our listeners said that we should watch the uh, Making of documentary. And I started to oh, watch yeah. it. And I realized after a while I was watching a different Michael Jackson Making of. Oh, like, no. Moon something. I don't know. Some other space nonsense. But then I did find the Captain Neo one, and it's narrated by Whoopi Goldberg. Oh! At her laziest. Like, oh. every line sounded like she was about to fall asleep. <laughs> it is great if people can find it. Just listen to it for how much Whoopi does not care about anything she's saying. <laughs> I can only imagine she walked in to do this and they're like, I'm sorry, we can't pay you. We spent $24 million. Yeah. <laughs> and, she, and they just like wrote her an IOU, which later she's like, hey, you guys bought ABC. I want to be on The View. Here's my IOU for when <laughs> I recorded that nonsense behind the scenes for Captain EO. Was the behind the scenes longer than the 17 oh, minutes? Oh, it was an hour long. Yeah. Well, there's a lot happening behind those scenes. I couldn't get through it. That's what you could have found out about the the 20 plus million that they spent. I, I really do feel like it went into the effects and I think that we're under we're underselling the effects because it's 2017 and we watched it and we watched it on YouTube with Spanish subtitles <laughs> so we didn't get the full EO effect or at least that's my hope is that there was a lot that went into it okay. and uh, so you don't know was it funded by Michael Jackson was it something I that he don't know cuz if this was like his baby uh, project kind of thing, and no, I could see where I, maybe pulling I, out all I the don't, stuff. I don't think this was because this is Disney, you know. Well, yeah. Does does he need to put money into this? I mean, it was an attraction at Disney. I'm sure they funded all of this. But who thought of it? Like, did his crazy mind oh. see come Jamie? Up with this? We should have watched the uh, making up. But that's not what we're talking about. We are talking about what we saw, and we haven't really, we haven't really gotten in on the ship yet. It was uh, Moonwalker. Sorry, that was the behind the scenes of oh, Moonwalker, oh. which um, is what he funded and what. He, oh my God, that was a real movie. That was an hour and a half long. Okay, anyway, little diversion there. All right, you know what? Sometimes you got to do your research yeah. right there in the spot. Yeah, and it's fine. Yeah. There's nothing to talk about. There's nothing to talk about. I mean, we'll, well talk about it, but go ahead. Let's I, I listen. Oh, you know what? You introduced, so I got to go ahead. Yeah, exactly. Um, I was very concerned at the beginning of this movie. An asteroid slowly floats toward the screen. Yeah, it took yeah, a long time, and I just watched the 17 minutes countdown as this asteroid. <laughs> you were saying, I was how like, long? Yeah, I was like, this is two minutes of this movie. I thought something was going to come out of the asteroid. Right. And mm -hmm. right after that, we get like such a brief voiceover that never returns. Oh, yeah. Like, oh, there's this galactic ragtag group of misfits led by Captain Eel. Yeah. That's it. No more voiceover. Well, we, just, 
We just need to know. It's like in a galaxy far, far away. We need to know who we're gonna get. We're gonna meet here. Just like, hey, Commander Bog. We only see him one time. <laughs> the great and powerful Oz, or I mean, Commander Bog. We see him one time, and he emerges to tell this motley crew um, to not engage in combat. And, of course, they're going to engage in combat. Well, are they really – like, what are they – what is – what is going on? What is this? <laughs> Seriously. So, I think they accidentally – they so they're a spaceship full – I don't even remember all of his sidekicks. We just kind of started to discuss them. So there's Captain EO, which is Michael Jackson. Oh, his reveal is great. And then, oh, yeah. And then he opens his mouth <laughs> – you're just laughing. You're like, oh, it's Michael Jackson with Michael oh, Jackson's but he voice. Looks, he's so perfectly Michael Jackson in this. It's, oh. His eyeliner is just right. His jerry curl is so I shiny. do think it's important to say that this is like primo titular. Michael Jackson. It's titular it's, Michael Jackson. It's titular EO. <laughs> I mean, this is like Michael Jackson at his... It's right before he sort of fell off the cliff. Right. Well, it's not my favorite because early Michael Jackson is my favorite. Very young. Well, when he's – But this is – You're talking about like um, Jackson 5 Michael Jackson? Yes. Okay. All right. Well, yes. And even the the Oz or the Wiz. Sorry, the Wiz. Oh, yeah. That was before this. Yeah. Yeah. This is like Michael when he was Michael Jackson, not right. little Michael Jackson. Yeah. Mikey Jackson, I guess. Yes. I don't know if they ever called him that. But yeah. But I do feel I like this is right before he sort of became a joke. Like once the 90s came along, then he was sort of the punchline for jokes. But at this point, well, he wasn't there yet. Right. He was on his right. way. He was hot right now, though. Right. He was pretty – if he could see into the future he was flying into, he might want to uh, slow things down a bit. But, yeah, he's he's a part <laughs> – Slow things <laughs> down a bit. <laughs> so he's a part of the – go ahead. No, no, no. I just have to say after this because I watched it on YouTube, then stuff just starts playing. And what played after this was the mm. – uh, do you remember the black and white music video where he and Janet Jackson were like on a spaceship? Oh, yeah. That's what played right after this. And I watched the whole thing and was wildly entertained. Yeah. They, well, they did some great music videos. Yeah. And he and Janet. Well, I mean, oh, yeah. for him, music videos, like, that was that was huge. Like, you don't. Sure. You can't do that now. You you couldn't make. I know. Uh, you couldn't make Thriller now. There's no. Uh, if you made a Thriller, where would where would anybody see it? Well, they would probably – they'd probably do it. I sound like an old lady when I say this, but they'd probably put it on their YouTube channel or something like that. <laughs> well, right, yes, yes. But you wouldn't get that audience. Like like when he oh, did yeah. Thriller – Oh, yeah. It's not the same at I all, I think though. Thriller was, was such an event that I think they played that on television, right? I think Well, I remember. Like, I mean, it's not – Yeah. It's yeah. not Thriller, but, like, Madonna. I remember when the Like a oh. Prayer video came out, there were two versions. Like, the music videos were, like, <sighs> they were a really big thing. And this must, was, like, an extended music video with a beautiful message and, um, I think, a beautiful message, you Grinch. I don't know. Oh, we sound so old and stupid. So we never, do let's sound stop old and dumb. About, yeah, let's move on. Let's stop talking about how awesome MTV was when it was just videos. Because it wasn't. They showed the same 10 in rotation all day long. It was irritating. Back to EO, okay? 
where we have our crash landing. We are introduced to oh, yeah. to all of this, all of these little monsters that run this ship. Uh, mm-hmm. The elephant monsters farting all the time. Um, a digital head, as you referred to as Commander Bog, shows up. Mm-hmm. Tells them stuff, which I did not pay attention to. Okay. You said you said that they're not supposed to engage in combat. Yeah, he's very angry with them because they're a bunch of like they're misfits, so they keep messing stuff up, and he doesn't want them to mess up the the next um, right uh, assignment. And he doesn't want them to engage in combat, and he's kind of outlining lining for them what they need to do: find the beacon, get the map, That's and go find the is. supreme leader. Yes, and. They accidentally crash on well, this first planet. First, elephant throws an egg or something at Commander Boggs' face. Oh, yeah. And it I'm splatters sure. all over this yeah. digital thing. And the whole – most of his dialogue is, I can't see what's going on. I can't see. <laughs> but, yeah, they're fighting and they're flying through, like, Star Wars tunnels. And then they yeah. crash yeah. – Right at this beacon. The the thing yes. they were looking for, they just happened to come upon it by pure accident. Mm-hmm. And they're so excited. They go, the beacon. Oh, yeah, oh. we got to find it. Yeah, we got it. The beacon's right here. They lose the map, right? No, they don't they... lose it. One of them eats it. Oh. Because <laughs> they're like, where's the map? And they're like, I don't know. That guy ate it. <laughs> Like, how are these? Like, this is more than just a ragtag bunch of misfits. These are incompetent monsters (laughs) that are flying a spaceship. Well, they're quickly arrested by garbage people. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. They're taken in. Even though Hooter does try to disguise himself with a garbage basket on his head, with a trash tin on his head. Yeah. Yeah. They're still, um, they still, I wrote in my notes, these are a bunch of Mama Lukes. Because <laughs> that's what they are. These are a bunch of Mama Lukes. Um, the garbage men capture them, but take them, ironically, to the supreme leader, who they're looking for. Exactly who they're looking for. And she is a giant mechanical spider lady, right? She's I don't, of... she's a lady, but she she looks like she should be in the movie Alien. Which, again... Yeah. The makeup is fantastic. Delightful. On Angelica Houston. I'm assuming that's her even in the makeup. Totally. Um, Yeah, but she seems to be like strung up with a bunch of wires and tubes or something. I think she's a giant spider. Okay. You could be right. I don't know. (laughs) I don't know anything that's happening. Again, in 3D though, she does these moves with her hands where she like reaches out for you. Oh, she's got these great big claws. Yeah, I could see that in 3D being like, whoa, whoa. Kind of scary too. Yeah. Yeah. That was my scary. I was scared. You couldn't tell? And (laughs) Whoa, this is terrifying, dude. Whatever. (laughs) When Jamie gets scared, she turns into a surfer with like a puka shell necklace. (laughs) So I, I, why are they there? (laughs) Like it's part of their mission. They were sent on a mission. Jamie, I understand that. You can't just say they're on a mission to show up and whatever what are they there to do 
Is is this whole gift of song them improvising, or is this their plan all along? No, it's their plan. Okay. For music to triumph over evil. Okay. Okay. I no, I'm believing you because I didn't know. Did you not pick it? Did you not feel? You didn't feel it, did you? Well, I was moved by this movie. Uh, or all right. Short uh, film. Okay. And I'm um, I'm not the hugest film. <laughs> I'm not the hugest Michael Jackson fan. I'm more than mediocre, but like I said, I didn't follow his end career and I enjoyed him, but I wasn't like, you know. Wow, this okay. But I really liked this. I liked the message behind it. I felt good about it. I wanted um Michael Jackson to come back and I wanted him to captain EO all over Trump. And I wanted him to spread the love and joy that is dancing and music to all of the evil in the world. That was my takeaway. That was okay. my takeaway. That is fair enough. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> I just got scared again. I'm okay. Right, so hold on. So let's – so they, they are giving the supreme leader a gift of song. Well, first, she wants to lock them up. First, I don't know why that is. They have come to her. I guess that's why, because they are on her planet. And he even says, I know we came uninvited, with his little soft-spoken, you're in <laughs> Michael Jackson voice, we came uninvited, and you didn't know we were coming, and we're here now. And because <laughs> we're here, everybody, we're here. We found the beacon and the supreme leader. Um First, she's going to turn the sidekicks into trash cans, and she's going to um, <laughs> subject EO to a hundred years of torture. A hundred years of torture. <laughs> yes. Of Which torture. I'm like, what is this? And he lifespan? seems unfazed by it. He's like, it's all right. I'm going to begin my dance routine, and you're going to be blown away. So go ahead. Threaten me all you'd like, Spider-Woman. Nobody seems distressed by any no. of this. No. No. <laughs> I mean, I'm wondering what other horrible monsters they've come up against in their adventures i don't know if maybe this they seemed just to be this just seemed to be nothing for them no problem i'm whatsoever. guessing they've been in training up till now i'm not sure but mm. you're right though so they tell her that uh he tells her that um he he thinks that she's beautiful and of course, like sure. any good evil witch, she's, you think I'm beautiful? And he says, mm -hmm. yes, but you, without the key, we can't unlock your beauty. <laughs> and the key is inside you, or it comes from inside you. You can't see it. You have to hear it. And all of a sudden, his robot sidekick removes its head and turns into like this like like drum set piece, right? Yeah, and it's the, like a whole, it's like a huge like two minute chunk where it's just computer like, effects well like, and it's just all of the his sidekicks are all transforming into right. instruments and like a side band i guess yeah the robot turns into both a keyboard half of him becomes a keyboard and half of him becomes a drum kit right which then the conjoined twins play <laughs> and that what is that fluffy ball do? does that thing do anything no there is that thing serves no purpose at all, hey, all right. okay it's a little bit adorable i thought that hooter was i think we could have kept hooter well we did but we could have lost the fuzzy thing and just had hooter be our adorable comedic because right. he does so what before the dance begins oh no she's he the dance is beginning and he uses Captain EO, for as clumsy and kind of a cluster that he is, he's got these magical power hands, right? That, like, shoot 
laser lights and can change her. This uh, supreme leader has all these, I guess, mechanical monsters that guard right. her. And EO can change them into amazing backup dancers. It, that is his <laughs> magic power is to create backup dancers. Which is helpful. Yeah, it's very helpful. No. Right, right. I'm not going to give him any crap for, for doing that because that's what he needs. They don't fight it. It's not like they're having a hard time changing. It's almost like he's come to awaken them to their natural state again. Like they almost – like later on he unfreezes a bunch of other ones or un, you know puts his laser light on them. And it's like they've been waiting they're just, for they're this just dance. They're just so happy. Yeah. Because <laughs> they were kind of these robots like stuck in the wall. Yeah, yeah. And he frees them sure. and gives them like yellow or orange outfits to wear. <laughs> Depending on their where they go yeah. in line, yeah. And you're right. There is never like a, a mob of them. There's like 15 to 30 tops. Yep. There is a moment there in the dance in the beginning when <clears throat> Hooter is playing the organ and he messes up or something, right? And It, it the, takes him a while to like plug it in or whatever. But then he gets it going, and then yeah. there's another time that EO, um, mach- these machines with whips come after EO. Oh, yes, that's great because it is just this funky bass solo while all this action's <laughs> happening. And that's when the flying puffball ties these guys' whips together, and then they like whip each other and spin uh-huh, together. Uh-huh. And then, of course, he transforms them into dancers, and then they're just dancing around and then they got more dancers right and then near the end he floats captain you just floats <laughs> like just he floats <laughs> up toward the supreme leader and i was That's like it. can he fly right. i forgot about that when he just all of a sudden <laughs> in 3d again this had to look amazing <laughs> Because right. it's just Michael Jackson with his shiny, colorful electric light, like, floating up to get, oh, basically, the spider Oh, he just the floats woman. at the camera mm-hmm. and then shoots rainbows <laughs> at it. So magical. You know, I think I was in the right mindset when I when I watched this movie. And when I say that, I mean I dropped some LSD. Okay, I right was going to say, I, I watched this because I was like, you know what, I got 20 minutes. So <laughs> I think I could no, knock no. this out. I, I really did. I like the little message behind it. So yeah, so he, um, <clears throat> all the dancers help him. They kind of convert the spider woman into a gorgeous Angelica Houston queen, right? Yeah. Eo's smile, it's a, such a... a <laughs> perfect little gigantic <laughs> Michael Jackson smile when he's able to convert her. And he's like, I did it. And we, we also should say that the entire, the surroundings changed too. Yes. It's like a before, palace now. Yeah. Before it looked like they were in a warehouse and now it looks like at the end of Star Wars when Princess Leia is like putting metals on Luke oh, Skywalker yeah. and uh-huh. Han Solo. Like it looks like that there's vegetation, there's these yeah. big columns. Mm-hmm. Like, this is all recycled sets, which, again, I don't know where the $24 million went. (laughs) And then he just flies away. They get in their ship at the end and just fly. Like, they have solved the problem of that planet. Yeah. I guess. Uh, Yeah. Yeah, I wanted there to be one more battle or one more hiccup that they had to fight. But, no, it was just wrapped up. It was clean. It was just like. No, this is or a, just like uh, I want Michael Jackson to like spin around and wink in the camera or something <laughs> like that. 
It was a weird <laughs> it was a weird way to end it. I just I don't know. I know I wanted another moment with Angelica Houston, maybe where she spoke as the queen and thanked yeah, him for taking her. Nothing no. as the queen. Yeah. She just looked fantastic, but she said nothing. Yeah. Yeah, so all of her lines were just as the evil prime leader or mm-hmm. whatever. Oh my mm-hmm. god, I think that's from He Man. Supreme. Sorry. She's a supreme. Supreme leader. leader. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Yeah, and then that's so you, it. So that's, you were moved by this. I thought it short was film. really sweet. I thought it was. Wow. I liked the little message that it was his music that changed her from like evil to not. I liked, even though I thought it was hokey in a way, the little rays of rainbow light that he came out of him. I also thought it was very sweet, and and I think probably because it was only twenty. Less than 20 minutes, it was sure. easier to be like, yeah, I liked it. Maybe if it had went on, I would have been like, oh, man, enough. But And the dancing is great. It was fun. It was – yeah, I liked it. Yeah, I did. okay. You I, hated it, however. I can't – I – yes, I did. I found it very <laughs> difficult to get through. Really? And for something so, so short – Like, I know, I know. And but But here's the thing is that I think while I watched it, I kept – thinking about Thriller and I kept thinking about Beat It and Mm. I kept thinking about like his other music videos which are so much better and far more entertaining than this. Well, I think you had to be in the moment with this. Okay. I could see that. I wasn't thinking about any of I was just there for the EO experience, I guess you can say. (laughs) And I did enjoy it. You don't need to apologize. Uh, you don't need to either. I, right. I just, I, I don't know. It was. Hey, it was 17 minutes of your life. It was 17 minutes. Mm-hmm. I've watched way worse that was way longer. Exactly. For this podcast. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, all right. So do you have any recommendations based on Captain EO? Well, not of a, another movie. But so when I again I enjoyed it and I took sure. it as music sort of triumphing triumph triumphing triumphing try try yep those are all words <laughs> everything you just said are real triumphing. words triumphing triumphing try, try. <laughs> now I'm not even sure yeah, what I know word exactly is. now you try. <laughs> I'll say music overcoming conquering. evil. Let's say conquering <laughs> or overcoming. <laughs> Let's not even don't even bother with that other word. Uh, <laughs> um, so I started to think about just music that made you feel good, right? Sure, and I don't know sure. if you've ever listened to <clears throat> Edward Sharp and the Magnetic Zeros. I have not. They're a really fun groovy band. You probably know the song um, "Home." When we go home, home is whenever I'm with you. I'll keep going, I'm not but sure. I have a sore throat, I, so I would love it. Please okay. continue. <laughs> anyway, they're a really groovy band. The leader is Alex Ebert, and um, <clears throat> they have lots of fun albums up from below. Person A, their album "Live in No Particular Order" from 2009 to 2014 is just loaded with, and live music is always fun to hear. I have seen them live. Um, once only actually but it was okay. such a fun joyful experience i would imagine it's what captain eo wanted uh the spider woman to feel the supreme Listen, being, or what she I, did feel right. so 
And just like a concert like that, I assume that if you did drop acid <laughs> and it only, you know, the high only lasted 20 minutes, Captain EO would be a good way to spend that yeah, time. Yeah, 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 yeah. Would you, what is your recommendation then off of Captain EO? Is it also uh, music? No. Okay. No, it's not. No, my, my recommendation is a bit tangential, but because it was Francis Ford Coppola, uh, uh, I'm going to recommend a movie by his daughter. Oh, Sophia. Because, uh, first of all, I don't think you can go wrong with any Sophia Coppola movie. Okay. But I don't know if you saw, uh, just from this past year, The Beguiled. Uh-uh. I didn't. Uh, it's very good. It's yeah. very good. And okay. it was it was one of those movies where the thing I've been doing the past few years because I don't go see movies in the yeah. movie theater. Right. It's something I don't do. Um so on Black Friday, a ton of movies from the past year, mostly Sony movies, okay, will drop down to like four dollars or five dollars for the Blu-ray. Oh. So on Black Friday, like I'll just sit on my laptop and I'll just buy a ton of shit that I heard is really good. <laughs> and I'm like, well, whatever, it's four or five dollars. Like I'm if it's gonna not go great, for it. Right. Yeah. Uh so I did buy the Beguiled and I recently watched it and it's really great. It's Yeah. It's so dark. Like it's based on the original movie from the 70s with Clint Eastwood, but that mm -hmm. was told from the point of view of the, the man, of the male character mm. who was taken in by these women. And he was, you know, he's like a, a, a northern soldier in the war and he's taken in by these southern women. And it's mm. all told from his perspective and they seem devious and horrible and everything like that. And this is the exact same plot but told from the perspective of all the women. Oh. And what I really liked cool. about it. Yeah. <laughs> It's great. The plot's good. But what I really liked about it was the fact that it is, like, so visually dark. Like, mm. in that time, there weren't light bulbs and stuff. And, and uh, everything sure. seems to be lit by candlelight. And there mm. are times when you're in a room and you just hear people talking and the whole screen's dark. I'm like, am I supposed to be? And you'll only see people, like, cross in front of a window. And then that's the only time you get a sense of where characters are. So it was uh, really great and um, a pleasant surprise for $4. All right. Well, there you have it. <laughs> right. All right. All right. So anybody, 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 anyway, so at the top, we talked about what our bonus and extra episodes will be. He-Man and She-Ra Christmas will be on our Patreon page on January 1st. And uh, one week from today, you will get a bonus episode which we'll talk about when that bonus episode comes out. We'll explain it all then. But in two weeks, Jamie. Yeah. Normal episode, regular episode. Back at it. Not a 17-minute movie, an no. actual feature film. Mm -hmm. And for a little while, Jamie, this was our this will be our 69th episode. Ooh. So I was like, oh, what kind of gross, dirty sex movie can <laughs> I pick? But I decided not to do that. Or I could have picked um Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure. Ooh. I love it when they meet each other and they're like, if you're us, what number are we thinking about? And they both go, 69. <laughs> and I remember watching that as a 12-year-old kid being like, I guess they just like that number. I'm not quite getting, well, <laughs> I guess it's. But we're not going to do that because <laughs> on the date of our next episode, it's not just the 69th episode. Mm -mm. It's also the birthday of one Kirstie Alley. 
Ah, the Kirst. We haven't seen her for a while since summer school. Summer school, yeah. And I think I only used her birthday to get another Tom Selleck movie in. Whoa, I'll take that stash any day. So, uh, 69, Tom Selleck, (laughs) Kirstie Alley. (laughs) So we are going to talk about the 1984 movie called Runaway. Runaway. Starring (laughs) Tom Selleck, Kirstie Alley, and Gene Simmons. Hey! Yes, where Tom Selleck plays a futuristic cop, and Gene Simmons has, like, robot spiders or something? I'm not sure. I don't know it. But we're going to watch a Tom Selleck movie with Kirstie Alley and Gene Simmons. How could you not be excited about this? That is how we're going to kick off 2018. Yeah! (laughs) You're so much more excited than everybody else listening. They're like, ugh. It's been 50 minutes to get through Captain EO. <laughs> we did it. It was we a ride. Did. It was a ride. We did. With no so, map. Thank you, everybody, for listening. Thank yes, you to many thanks. All of our patrons. <clears throat> we just started up that Patreon page in, uh, I don't know, it was over the summer. Mm-hmm. Um, so if anybody's interested, go to patreon.com slash movies. There are people that also donate through um, PayPal. If you would rather do that than make some sort of, uh, I guess, tie yourself into monthly donations or something, mm-hmm. let mm-hmm. us know and we can do that as well. The only sure. weird thing with that is I have to email people the episodes, hmm. the bonus episodes, because Patreon people, they get it. It comes right into their feed. It goes right into their phone. It's like a regular episode for them. Okay. But the people that pay through PayPal, like, I have to email them stuff, and I, I keep forgetting to do that. So I apologize. Oh, if you gave us money through PayPal. Just send gentle reminders. Yeah, like, <laughs> God damn it. I paid them for a year, and they haven't sent me anything. Because they're missing some good stuff. Gentle reminders, angry reminders, whatever That'll you want to do. Mm-hmm. That will spur me to send you stuff that I forgot. <laughs> but anyway, thank you, everybody. And again, if you do want to leave us a rating and review on Apple Podcasts, we appreciate it. We will. Find us on Facebook and Twitter, which is where I'll be making announcements so that you don't get the He-Man and She-Ra thing confused with our bonus episode, confused with Runaway. So much to sort through. Yeah, just to keep it all in order. We have talked plenty for this episode. We have. We have. I'm impressed. So we will talk to you again in two weeks. Have sure. a wonderful New Year's. Enjoy your holidays. I hope everyone does. I hope that beams of light are shot at you through the dead hands of Michael Jackson. I don't know. <laughs> the corpse of Michael Jackson breaks into And your happy house holidays. And shoots you with <laughs> rainbow beams of light. I mean turn, that in the most loving, joyous way yeah, possible. To turn you from a hideous scorpion spider monster that you are into a rather a badass queen that you should be. Yeah. Uh-huh. All right, everybody. We will see you in two weeks. Goodbye.
but we're going to do it right this time because we're the best. Did you study any of the dance moves? Do you? No. How about any? Well, that would that would involve a lengthier conversation. (laughs) I don't know if that would be a conversation (laughs) if I'm dancing on a podcast. I can describe them for you. Well, not for me. I'm the one. You don't need to describe anything for me. I'm dancing. Well, I guess that's true. I could describe that. That would for be for the, the listening yes. audience. Mm-hmm. Like now he's doing a moonwalk. Now he's opening his jacket and there's a rainbow on his shirt that and seems it's to so sparkle. Magical. <laughs> now he's doing his signature move shoulder, shoulder, hip, hip, shoulder, shoulder, hip. 